two sports 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 the fall break of sports apparently coming to you from the independent worldwide web locations with me tonight me myself and i the exclamation point my name is reed and the long pause but not quite a full stop mr substitute himself the m dash big city adam howdy do uh, episode 314. That's, uh, that's getting up there. Yeah. Every time I, I've noticed, uh, I've noticed this about your podcast that like, every time you have an episode, it, you accumulate more episodes that you've done. It gets one more bigger, one more bigger. It's wild. Yeah. I like how you have been on this show so many times that you still refer to it as your as not yours. I think that you know, <laughs> I'm when I say you are the premier substitute, I'm talking about Tom Berenger. Don't get it twisted with Treat Williams, okay? In the substitute two, three, and four. We're talking Tom Berenger here. Nineteen ninety six Tom oh, Berenger vehicle. OG. Yeah. The substitute. Excellent film. Well, th- yes, and you know it, it means a lot that you'd say that and give bestow upon me that honor that you're not Treat Williams, that you Berenger. are Tom Berenger. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I've always dreamed. I mean, every every kid our age dreamed of being Tom Berenger. Well, hell yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, what's new on the big city beat? Anything, man? What is new? Uh, we're doing that thing where we've got great weather during the week and crap weather on the weekend. That's, well, that's been really nice. lifting everyone's spirits. Uh, mm-hmm. I got family coming in town. Oh yeah, yeah. The the Markleville clan. Oh, coming out to the rules. Yeah, they were technically already here once. Uh, what? They got in this past weekend. And Are they touring with Dennis Quaid? <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> That was weird. That was super weird. Um, but yeah, he talked about, uh, apparently Dennis Quaid is a recording artist. Yeah, I did not know that. Label, and a gospel recording label. Yeah. Huh? I mean, yeah. I need some Meg Ryan stories. Yeah. And he was Dennis saying, uh, he was saying that the people like that were in that room were like players, like player players, like really like big name session players. Yeah. Oh damn! Yeah, and the people they had on the record apparently were also that. But yeah, it was it was for one of those like their. I didn't realize that they also like when they have a new artist, they record. They have the record, but then they play uh-huh. live with the record, so it's like a live thing. But it also has the record polished sound on it. It's interesting. Anyway, oh okay, yeah for those unfamiliar uh my brother-in-law is a musician amongst other things and uh he was spotted playing harmonica by yours truly huh i spotted him oh you well yeah you spot you were so you were in the room that was a picture that you took no 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 okay i just just saw it online and i was like okay i was like dennis quaid with a guitar that's weird weird. why is that in my feed and then it's like gaither's family studios and i was like again weird why is this in my feed and then i saw i was like look there look who that might be yeah blowing the mouth harp he he often he often is is there to like photograph those things yeah, he has that Gaither relationship from forever yeah. ago. Uh, but they called and they were like, "Hey, uh, you want to play harmonica?" <laughs> well, and because Mickey Raphael is MIA. Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, 
so yeah, so they're they they were out earlier this week. They went up camping up up upstate, um, and then they're oh, nice. gonna hang out tomorrow. Hopefully, we're all feeling all right. I got a little post nasal drip this morning. Well, that'll you know happen. when you wake up with the with our our, our weather bouncing around a little bit. Yeah. So well, and I'm sure that the mildew and mold in your city is at a uh, peak level currently. Oh yeah. Since since the flood. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't realize how much how much uh, uh, dust was here as well. Like, I have a dust allergy that was not that big of a deal until I moved here and became a very large deal just because everything's old. And so there's just dust everywhere. Yeah. So Damn, you weren't bothered by all the, like, crop dust back here in Indiana? You no, know, I didn't I didn't really have, like, an allergy uh, sort You're of from southern Indiana. Yeah, it's that's woods, right. woods, not fields. We got woods down yeah. there. But... Yeah. I didn't Noms. have like seasonal allergies till I was like in my mid to late twenties. Oh, you grew into them instead of yeah, out of them. That's not right what you're supposed them. to do. No, it's not ideal <laughs> that's either. The wrong way. I don't care for it. I don't like it. Uh, but that's just the way it is. Uh, oh man. So yeah, and then moving, you know, from a different part of the country to another part of the country gives you a whole like bunch of new allergy reactions and stuff because it's mm-hmm. all different stuff. So new experiences and whatnot. It's, pretty cool um yeah well but yeah so uh and i think at this stage i don't know if you're like this but like anytime i feel any sort of like potential sickness it's just an assault of all the things that could possibly help i'm taking oh like i don't know like there's always like maybe it's covid i don't know and then there's maybe it's allergies so i'll take some allergy medication or maybe i'm just feeling sick so i'll take some just like regular sick medication then i'll take some oh, yeah, uh, some herbs then i'll do some yep. elderberry and then i'll do some zinc yep. it's just like just put it all in there it's a uh, scorched earth policy mm-hmm. have i not talked about my uh i don't do it anymore I didn't do it when I had COVID. I didn't even really think about it. I should have done it. My regimen where you take like uh, two shots of Robitussin, two Benadryls, two Advils, and then you just and try see, to lay down see and tomorrow. see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just chemical up. warfare, baby. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> For sure. Hey, anything that works. I do feel like anytime, I, I don't get sick that often, but I feel like anytime it happens, I'm like, haven't I outgrown this? I know. Do we need to still Sick, have colds? I agree with you. Sickness is for the young and weak. Yeah. <laughs> I do not have time or interest yes. in being sick. Yeah. Got things to do, man. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. And then I guess for the old and feeble, then sickness returns. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, Come calling in like, you know, 20, 30 years. Right now, yeah. just. Yeah. Give me 30 more. Give me yeah. 30 more. That's a good clip. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the young and fall break, it being fall break, Rowdy and Snoop are both on road trips this week. Rowdy is, according to him, in the best city in the United States. Wasn't that kind of the gist gist you got from the text? And we're talking about Chicago? Yeah. Chicago. When he sent the picture of the skyline, he was like, this this city's awesome. This city's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. I mean, he does have a, he is posted up in a pretty good spot, it looks yeah. like. It looked all right. Although the, the bean was yeah, just Yeah, what filthy. was that about? It looked like, uh, looked like Tel Aviv or something. Yeah, man. we never, <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I 
happened too soon? Hot off the press. Well, not really Tel Aviv. I guess that's well, not accurate. Yeah, yeah. not yet. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it looked like, I, mean, I don't know if they had like a concert there or something, but I couldn't tell if that was styrofoam or if that was smashed. Well, that's why I, I ask if it was Rock. real. Yeah, it looked Because it fake. looked like huge-ass pieces of, like, limestone barricades or something, concrete. It looked more limestone-y, though, like white. Yeah, it did. That were just, like, stacked on top of each other, all cattywampus and crumbled. And I mean, yeah, I don't know what he's doing up there. He was sending me pictures earlier of uh, things from the museum that were missing that they had to be repatriated back to the tribes. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, glass cases of empty stuff. Yeah. That was awesome. That was... we. Did we... When we went to the museum, did we have to... Like... I, I didn't see any of that. I think there were some play, things that were just out, like, listed as, like, on loan or just being yeah. repaired or whatever, but that seemed like a but lot of stuff. We saw all that stuff. beadwork stuff and all the, like, weapons and stuff, and yeah. yeah. Now, that was the Natural History Museum, too, so maybe yeah. it's... Maybe they, they got a different... The natives have a different vibe on that because it's actually like telling their story versus like stealing their treasures. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wait, there's a difference? It's not the same thing? Uh, well, the on. other thing I thought too when he sent that... Um, when, look at this. I'm getting a 10-minute warning for the podcast. We are so ahead of the curve here. This is awesome. Um, <laughs> he also sent that picture of the stuff from Cahokia that they took out of the museum. And I wonder if it's an Illinois thing too. Oh, like yeah. the state is like, Oh, well that really belongs down in Cahokia. Uh, you know, so it's like within the state system still, but it's just at the Cahokia museum now or something. I don't know. Rowdy will figure it out though. He's always on yeah. the case with that kind of um, stuff. Yeah. I'm sure I'll have a full report. Yeah. Yeah. I think it reports from both of them because and yeah. And Snoop. Snoop. Yeah. Took a road trip with four children under what seven, eight, seven, eight, something like that. Seven or eight. Uh, to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could you deduce by the tidbits of information, Snoop style, that you get through text, how long it took them to get there? I had no clue. Yeah, I, it was at least one night. Like, they spent the night they, somewhere. Yeah, I they think that was in Missouri, somewhere. right? Missouri, okay. Surely. But then, I don't know, I can't tell, because they were going to Colorado Springs, I think, which mm. would be a little bit further than Denver. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I, I couldn't clock the pacing, so that'll be, that'll no, be a clarifying question for him uh, when we talk to him again. Upon return? Yeah. Yeah, we need a so, full report, because he has now... Toured the uh, U.S. wrestling, U.S. Olympic wrestling facility, which is uh, housed in Colorado Springs, of which his sister-in-law is one of the honch, head honchos there. Yeah. So uh, that will be interesting to hear about that. Yeah, that would be really cool. I mean, I, I, I think it would. I be assume. Too. That what do you think it, that room smells like? That oh, big man. room that had like six wrestling mats in it. Yeah. What, what do you does think ringworm that smells smell like? <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I Just assume it's funk. actually pretty clean. Um, mm -hmm. 
on account of it being Olympic and whatnot. You'd like to think so anyway. Yeah, huh? I like. Yeah, I will commit to thinking so. Except you got a bunch of Colorado hippies in there probably cleaning it. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe but, not in uh, maybe not in Colorado Springs. You have some focus on the family members cleaning it. Yeah, the Dobson family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna pray this clean. Yeah. Um, Jesus is our sterilization. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, if it, only, like, right? If uh, only. Yeah. A U.S. <laughs> Olympic, a U.S. Olympic facility is pretty cool. Like that, get to touring yeah. that is kind of like a That's cool rad. thing. Yeah, yeah, anything would be cool, but that looked rad. That yeah. was way bigger than I anticipated it too. Because yeah. I think that's just wrestling. And it's, I don't think it's like, uh, it might be other things, I don't know. But I'm under the impression it's just wrestling in that facility. And this might be a dumb question. It's not really a question. It's just a confirmation. There's U.S. Olympic men's and women's wrestling, right? Correct. And it's all the same categories are all the same. Like yeah, I mean types. the weight classes I know there's are a bunch of different types of wrestling too. There's right Greco-Roman and yeah. all that. Yeah, and the other one, um, and that's it. Yeah, this is where Snoop needs to be two. here to let us know about yeah. all the different reasons or different right. uh, approaches to wrestling. Yeah, because I think his sister-in-law was on the team at one point. Oh, really? The women's team. Or like an alternate or something. We'll have to get the details next week. But Do yeah. we know? This isn't She was really... a premier wrestler. Do we know uh, how her and Jay met? Wrestling. It was wrestling? Yeah, she, was, uh, she wrestled for their uncle, Eric. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That makes sense. Because yep. yeah, yep. I know the that the the Snoop group is uh, there's a lot of wrestling. There's in, a lot of wrestling in, in the Cripple Clan, no doubt yeah. about it. Uh, but I and wasn't that's sure why how I'm that anxious. actually happened. Yeah, I'm anxious to see which one or how many of his kids get into wrestling. Oh yeah. I know of one. Well, yeah, one yeah. is currently involved in wrestling. <laughs> he, he's already pretty good, anything. from what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> Well, when you crush everything, <laughs> yeah, doesn't stand a chance. Oh, but yeah, the two two different trips, two majorly different experiences. Where would you prefer to go on fall break, big city, to the big city, or to the big mountains? You mean to the second city that's not so uh, large? Yeah, or at to best, the mountains. At yeah. best, the second city. I'm I'm going to the mountains. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I especially I over think Chicago. People should go to the city. Because there's a lot, Chicago. it has a lot to offer. I but yeah, I think we were we were talking about this not too long ago about how like, you know, when you're near Chicago, you go to Chicago a lot. Yeah, and then I don't. It, it either gets you or it doesn't. You know, right. it's like oh yeah, I can't wait to go back, or it's like yeah yeah okay, I'll, I'll go when they have the thing that isn't in Indianapolis. Right. You know, but yes, I have gone up there for shows for sure. Yeah. Um. I hadn't been in a long time until a bunch of us went up to that Cubs game last season. It'd been a minute of actually going to Chicago instead of just like driving through or around it. But yeah, well, now that um, there's an IKEA in Fishers, Indy. you don't need to drive up there anymore. Right, right. And before that, there was one in Cincinnati, which is a much better. Oh, drive. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're into meatballs and press board furniture. Um, who but who isn't, right? Yeah. With a bunch of umlauts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I too, think I picked the, uh, pick the mountains. But well, where, do you rank, where do you rank Chicago 
in terms of great American cities. I'm going to assume oh, that the man. Big Apple is number one. Well, it's just the greatest city in the world, so how Home could it not team. be the greatest city in the country it's in? Right. Okay. Um, but, so just like in large cities? Well, I guess cities? this assumes that you've been, to the, you've been to the majority of large American cities, though, probably, huh? Uh, not all like the nor- more northern ones, but I've been to some. I've been to a good portion of them. Yeah, been in Houston. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think Chicago is certainly has its charm. Uh, that sounded really. Did that sound shitty? Oh, sorry. Did that sound? No, um, I didn't mean it to sound that way. It sounded uh, very like uh, it charm, sounded very like. Oh, I'm from New York, and yeah. Chicago is a cute Midwestern town. Yeah, I mean, uh, so in my brief travels, I like a small part of LA. Like yeah. Venice is pretty animal. cool. But I would, I, I, if I were picking between Chicago and L.A., which one would I go to? Uh, I don't know. I guess it would depend on time of year. Um, Chicago might be a little bit more comfortable for me as a Midwesterner. But Ooh, I don't know. I think I'd pick L.A. if I had to pick between the two. Well, again, like, where am I going to be? Mm. But I guess Rancho Cucamonga. A, it's really close to a lot of great <laughs> stuff. So, and... <laughs> I do like being yeah, in the ocean. For my so. vibe of where I like to go in the country, it'd be a better base camp. Although it'd take you three days to get out yeah. of LA to get anywhere, which is annoying. Driving in LA is the pits, but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. After having been to New York, because that was like the last major city I had not been to. Yeah, uh, Chicago isn't anywhere close. I mean, it has similar things but <laughs> dream on buckwheat not a chance <laughs> yeah i mean i do think like yeah i mean they they're on a large body of water but like being next to an ocean is uh in, in, a, in a larger city is like it's pretty i don't know it, it makes for a very enjoyable city well, Chicago doesn't really have the risk of their bodies of water catching fire like New York either. Right. So there's not yeah. like that roll of the dice gamble feeling mm-hmm. to it, you know? Yeah. You can't just spark up the Lake Michigan. Yeah. That no, well, you have to go to you have to go to Lake Michigan in Indiana for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's very localized. The fourteen miles Flammable. of coastline we have, we will light it up for you. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Well, I guess we should probably talk about sports since uh, this is a sports podcast, as Snoop always likes to say. So, uh, hey, Big City, how about some squats? Well, how about it? Let's see what we got here. Let's see where we are. Uh, Numero uno headline. We've got a lot of subheadlines just under, under the heading of NFL. General NFL. General NFL for 200, Alex. Where would you like to start? Well, we can talk about we can talk about Indianapolis. Okay. Does, here's the subheadline. Does Indy have a Richardson problem? So now that's yeah. I'm I'm assuming you get that headline. I well I thought Richardson, I did. Richardson, Anthony Richardson. Oh. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
Oh, that guy. Uh, well, both beefcakes. Both beefcakes. Both beefcakes. Yeah. Both some beefy boys. Yeah. Uh, I think one though uh, had. I don't think he, I don't think Trent he didn't have had the mental injury problem. He had he a, didn't have the mentals and protect mental. his chicken. He did not protect his chicken. No, uh, I'm worried that we don't have a Richardson problem. We just have uh, a quarterback problem, and by quarterback problem, I mean that we we fast tracked Anthony Richardson on the uh, on the Andrew Luck mm-hmm. plan. Mm-hmm. So of, for the listeners, try hard and break your body. Right. We are in, we just, what, completed week five? Is that correct? Something like that? Week six? Yes. Week I five, week, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and Anthony Richardson missed week two, pulled himself out of the game in week two due to a concussion, missed week three, comes back week four, now we're in week five, uh, gets tackled, lands on his throwing shoulder, and has been placed on the IR, which the midseason IR is a minimum of four games. So he's yep. not back until week 10 at the earliest. Yeah. Uh, I'm When you texted that earlier, I thought, wow, that is exactly it. You have a specimen. Now, he's not the talent of luck coming out of college, no right. question. Yeah. But you have the physical specimen. I think he has it. I heard him describe like this. I, I don't like it deep in my heart, but I completely understand it. He's Cam Newton 2.0. Oh, okay. He yeah. is Cam Newton. He's big. He's strong. He's fast. He he can throw the deep ball. He can run. Yeah. You know. And I thought, okay, that makes sense in terms of like the style of play and body type and all that. But you're right, man. It is. They're just letting him get the hell beat out of him or run for his life. Just like they did Andy Luck. Yeah, and I'm not, I mean, obviously it's weird, annoying or whatever, because like within spitting distance, we had the best O-line in, 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 in the NFL. Right. Not that, long, not that long ago. What, two years? Yeah, pretty much. When last year, Jonathan Taylor Thomas went off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then last year, I don't know what happened. Something happened and everyone was broken. Frank and Reich then, happened. And then, uh, so I will also say I've not gotten to watch a ton of uh, Colts football yeah. uh, because of where I live. I see a lot of Jets and Giants football in New England. Ugh. Wolf. Pigsburg. Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Pittsburgh it's this year's favorite. Wolf as well. Yeah. It's not my favorite situation to be in. But, um, but yeah. I, I don't know if it's exactly that he doesn't get the, the get he's not getting the protection that he needs or if that he's just you know running too much or I mean he's running and I think some of it's just luck of the draw right like you're gonna get, that's right it's a freak thing too yeah, yeah. when you run the I ball have, you might get hit in the head like that's right. just the way it goes um, so I have I'm hoping it's more either. just like bad luck than it is huh, could luck, be uh, than it is like indicative of how things are gonna go. Like he's just always going to be injured, right? Because that's a bummer for everybody. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I still think he's overrated, having watched him in college. But that doesn't oh, yeah. mean that he can't develop. But if right. you're getting yeah, yeah. hurt, that's the killer thing about getting hurt this early in your career is you're losing all this experience and development, man. Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But you do I mean, have one of the better backups in football, I think. 
yeah, for sure. I, and I Minshew. think that's that's. I mean, that was what the exciting thing when they brought on Gardner Minshew is that like he is at worst solid. Correct. Right in that like, system, particularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's familiar. He's a solid person. He seems like a an odd dude, which is an enjoyable aspect. Of, I love of it. a of somebody. Um, and he's a he pirate. Capable. Yeah. He, exactly. He's, he's the spawn of a pirate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of Coach Leach's last, what, like four-year player. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think it's not the worst-case scenario that the, the, the Richardson is out, like, for, like, performance purposes. But I don't know. It's, it's a little bit of a bummer that it's happening already, and we were just getting used to, like – the last very good quarterback we had that did the sim- a similar thing. So, so, so that's a bummer. Richardson set to retire in T minus four. Yes, he's on the, the clock for retiring. On pace for that. Um, the cool thing is, though, one bright spot that I I think is worth mentioning, just because of your general Colts hate, is okay. that they they did the right thing and they re-signed JTG. Yes, Jonathan Taylor tailback. Yeah, and. That was a surprise. Me too. I thought so too. uh, Like a very, like, shocked Mm -hmm. and odd, because I thought it was just going to be some annoying thing where they traded him to some dumb team. Yep. And they didn't. They gave him some money, and that will sort of maybe help other running backs get money too, and I think we're always on the side of players getting money, so... I think that was cool. They they did a thing. I was I was prepared for you to go on a rant about how they got rid of their best player that they've had mm-hmm. in X amount of years. And I would have. And that would yeah, have been a dumb move. And it would have yeah. been correct. You would have been yeah. spot on. But they didn't do that. They did a non-Colts thing and signed the guy and paid him a little bit. So You think it's because Ursay's too busy with the band that like actual good moves are happening because he's kind of like <laughs> that one eye is always like still on the team, but the other eye and a half are looking forward to the tour? You, that's a great question. I, I mean, I think it, it has to be Ursay related. He's also, I, I, can see I, I don't know corners. how involved he is with like Ballard and like making these decisions and getting all this stuff done. I, I don't know how it, that works, but he's the one that got him into the situation in the first place with his like sort of uh, whatever he said about running backs at the yep. start of the year. He's, yeah, he kind of started it, didn't he? Yeah. So it seemed like it was a reaction to what he was saying. So. Uh, they were able to get past it, which is all that matters. And uh, although last week uh, Moss balled out for like I was just going to say, it, uh, Zach Moss looks good too. So you might have a one-two punch that yeah, you know, you ride Minshew for four weeks. If you can go two and two, three and one, I haven't looked at the schedule, but hey, yeah. you know, I mean that yeah. the the one thing other than Jacksonville, which you never know who Jacksonville is going to be until like week 14 i feel like right. it's like yeah. they could be 500 and they're going to win out or lose out um but that thing's wide open houston's on the come boy houston is Man. good and better quicker than i could have ever guessed and they're not yeah. even using my boy john mechie down there yet yeah yeah stroud being good is a little frustrating he is good dude as good as he's been like i mean they still who they lose to uh uh was it the Jags? They beat no. Pitt. That's not saying anything this year. Yeah. Um, Who did they just play? They Tennessee? They just played. 
The Falcons. Yeah, they lost oh, to the Falcons. Oh, hot land. That's been a great team. So, like, Oof. they can still do that. But when they look good, they look pretty good. Hey, so, Houston's going to Houston, no doubt. Yeah. And as but. long as they always Houston, that's the sweet spot, which is like losing we, to the Colts every year, losing to another divisional game so they're not, like, even second place, and then right. not making it to the playoffs. Well, I mean, ba- they're basically building San Francisco's defense down there with D'Amico Ryans. Oh, man, so that would be they get a, terrifying. They get another couple years of draft picks and trades and development. Uh, look out, especially if – uh, uh, who's the quarterback down there again? Stroud. Oh yeah, Stroud. No interceptions this season. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I that's mean, I mean that's what you want out of the rookie. I don't care if you're not if you're throwing for two fifteen and two touchdowns. If you're not turning the ball over, bueno. Yeah, he broke uh, somebody's record, didn't he? Somebody had a record of like most passes. I think it was the, Marino, uh, wasn't it? NFL before their first interception. It I was forget. somebody like that. I think it was big, somebody. big name. Drew Brees? Uh, no, that might not be right. It doesn't Purdue matter. Zone. Drew He's Brees. doing well, and it's always a bummer yeah. um, when a, a rival team is doing well and a poison nut is doing well, offense intended. Um, That's interesting about the Ursay thing, though, because we have two other teams where the ownership is – either already involved or about to get involved. Did you hear Frank Wright's comments today in Carolina? Oh, no. He's talking about how, you know, some owners are very involved, some owners aren't involved. We've got a very involved owner with high expectations and all. He goes, we meet a lot, and it's intense. He's a competitor. And he's like, I always learn something, but it is not fun. Those meetings are not fun. (laughs) And I'm thinking, damn, dude, you're saying this about the – a Panthers owner and you just came from Indy? <laughs> like, right. what is this dude's deal? <laughs> yeah, jeez. <laughs> and uh, New England. What is... Uh, ha- okay, two things on this real quick. Yeah. A meltdown, a public, m- literal meltdown like this could not happen to a better team. It hurts right. my heart that it's happening to Macaroni. Because macaroni well, will always be my guy, but for this to be happening to the to the yeah to the Patriots, the second thing is is I hope Saban looks at this because <laughs> I don't think it I don't think Saban's ever going to have back to back worst career losses hopefully ever you know yeah. like Belichick just did. Uh, I mean, his worst loss in 500 games, and the next game you get shut out. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. So I hope some of these people like Saban and I mean, I feel bad for Belichick. It's weird. And look at Macaroni. He had there really is zero transition from Saban to Belichick in terms of no BS, no goofing. Off. I mean, like it's it's business. Yeah. I think Belichick would be worse to play for than Saban Absolutely. just because I mean, Saban, he has zero personality. Right. It does seem but, like Saban has become – understands that you should have some fun. Yeah. Well, this new generation – he has changed this year. Mm-hmm. This new generation of kid must have really locked in with him this year because, like, he doesn't cuss anybody out anymore. It's kind of worrisome to me. Now he yeah. did cuss some people out uh, in the um, Mississippi State game, yeah. and because they were playing like garbage, and they came back and won by like twelve or fourteen or whatever it ended up being. But 
yeah, he has made a conscience eff- conscious effort to smile and chill out. Yeah. And Belichick has not. No, he seems worse. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I, like you just keep hearing more stories about how like it's not fun to play in New England, right? Like the New England the, way. And it was okay when you won because exactly. like, it was worth it. You're not going to have fun, but you're going to win, mm-hmm. which is great. But you know that doesn't happen for a couple years, and yeah, all of a sudden it just seems like. I mean, yeah, I. I I don't feel bad for macaroni. Oh, come um, on, baby. He, I mean, he, he walked in there in the shadow of the greatest quarterback. Right. Right? For the greatest coach. Sure. For the most winningest franchise in professional football. Yeah. And then he gets Matt Patricia and his pencil as offensive coordinator his second year. Yeah, that, I mean. I, That's where Bill's slipping. That's what it feels like. There was a commitment to that that just didn't work out, and uh, and you stayed I don't with know it the if, whole year. I don't know if that like broke macaroni. Like it's hard to see, like because he had an okay, you know, he had a pretty uh, good rookie season, rookie yeah. year. Yeah, and that seemed like he was surprisingly like he was like oh he was worth the uh, maybe he should have been drafted higher, but um, yeah, last year not great. This year. Even worse. Even worse. And, you know, I, it's always, I think everyone wants to always blame a person when a team doesn't play well, but it seems like sure. there's For sure. multiple factors going on. Like, yeah, it's weird how you can ruin someone's confidence and mm-hmm. make them a different player just by, mm-hmm. like, not being a great coach or putting them in, like, terrible situations. But, man. Well, I've looked into it a little more, so much so as I listened to a few clips from Boston Radio. And um, just because my boy Macaroni, you know, I got, I got to see what's crack-a-lacking. Uh, they're all saying that Bill alienated Macaroni starting last year with the Patricia thing and everything. I don't know what that means, oh. but they kept saying alienated. And then... You got to look, though, like Bill made the coaching decisions, and Bill is the GM as well, so he makes the yeah. talent decisions. So I mean, name, f- name five Patriots. Yeah. Nobody can name five Patriots. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's insane. Who, uh, Jacoby Myers, who was supposed to be their number one, is out in Vegas balling out. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's like everybody that was a former Patriot that – got a cup of coffee there in the last couple of years. Bill gave them a try. They're gone, and they're Hunter Henry, gone. You know, I mean, all these people yeah. that were supposed to be somebody, you know, and then they bring in Juju Smith-Schusters, who has two knees full of crab meat. <laughs> you know, I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't get it, dude. Yeah, it's, it's a little, at this point, it's like, it happened so quickly that, you know, I think we've talked about this before where, uh, I had so much Tom Brady and Patriots hate for such a long time. Oh yeah. And then when they split up, I learned that it was it was more Tom Brady hate than it Precisely. was Patriots. Precisely. Precisely. But it was yep. still Patriots hate. But at this point it's yeah. like, oh, this is this is a little too bad. Like I don't mm-hmm. want them to win anymore. But like to get blanked by like what 40 some points like yeah. that's a bummer. That's just not yeah. fun for anybody. Not even like watching them lose it's just like ugh. 
Gross. after you lose 34 to 3 the week before. They have not had mm-hmm. a touchdown in I don't know how many quarters. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not It just makes for a poor product. Anything. Yeah. When that division, think about if that division if they hadn't screwed up Macaroni and Aaron Rodgers hadn't gotten hurt, that division's on fire. Miami, yeah. Buffalo, the Jets with Aaron Rodgers and Macaroni. Dude, <laughs> macaroni. Know. Now I'm rooting macaroni for goes with anything. I'm rooting for uh, Miami, no doubt about it. My other boy too uh, down there. Yeah, I mean your other boy. I, hey, I got I, four I of them this on, year, baby. <laughs> I can get, I can get on board with uh, with Miami. I think that like just because like fun, it kind of feels like there's like a sneaky sort of like a goal we, they didn't say out loud was like, well, what if we had an offense that scored the most points ever? Yeah. And like, what and if a we decent like, defense, you know, out, yeah, outscored or outgained the greatest show on turf. Yep. Like seven games into the season. Yep. I think they're close to that. So yep, they are. That's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I don't like it because there's, uh, if they had a different quarterback that wasn't Bama associated, I'd probably like him more. <laughs> but um, it's, and he's it is pure Bama. Like, what if everyone was just fast as, as possible? Yeah. Well, think about yeah. it. If you can put up seventy, then you can give up. You can give up thirty a game if you can average yeah. forty-five points. I mean, yeah. you just out. You, it's just a shootout. It's you it's sound like what, a Big Twelve coach. Yeah, it's what Lincoln Riley wishes he could do. <laughs> right? Yeah. Who needs it? Yeah. You Defense. Know. Pu. Right. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if and when you have. Did you see that clip of Tyreek Hill where they're asking him about, you know, who's is, uh, what's his name? A chain. Is yeah. that how you say it? Yeah. Uh, A chain is faster than him. And he's like, nah, man. He's like, but there's this kid on the practice squad and he says his name. He goes, he's fast as hell. White dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was losing it. But they, I mean, they got speed demons on the practice squad. I mean, you yeah. got Tyreek Hill, A chan, uh, Waddle. You know, I mean, those are probably five of the or three of the top five fastest people on offense. Yeah, you know. I um, mean, did we did we share that video of McDaniel or not McDaniel's? What's his name? The coach. Yeah, McDaniel's, right? Yeah. But Mike I, McDaniel's. Is it McDaniel's? Why do right? I feel like this is? It feels wrong because we were just talking about the Patriots. I feel like, yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. let's get past that. Uh, they were asking him about uh, what's his face, the domer they just got, Chase Claypool. Yeah, about him being Claypool. fast. Uh, he's is like, he fast? Uh, I mean, he's yeah. He's. I thought he just thought he was huge. He's not I like never a thought speedster, he was fast. but he's for his size. He is incre- He's pretty fast. I mean, that's the only but, reason he's still in the league is because he's like six four, two hundred twenty five pounds. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a, the, the reporter asked him like what what he liked about him. He was like, "You want me?" To, you want me to say it? Yeah. You're trying to get me to say it, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, he's fast. He's pretty fast. Um, uh, which I, I mean, he is becoming one of my favorite coaches for a team I don't really care about. Um, I like yeah. his whole his whole vibe. We've his talked about thing. you guys have talked about it before on the on the pod, but he seems great. Have you seen the video of him like during stretching or whatever before a game? where he's like talking to a coach and Tua walks by him and he just stops talking. He goes, yeah, man. He goes, Georgia is by far the best team in the SEC. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. 
No, that's yeah, pretty great, he, though. He seems like he'd be fun to play for. Yeah. Well, and like, you just like, let's, yeah, let's have fun and score as many points as humanly possible. Yeah. There's, well, it's I just think that's that all innov- the players want to hear. Yep. It's that innovation, dude. We finally got some more, you know, everybody's talking about Homeboy out there in uh, San Francisco. Uh, yeah. Shanahan. You know, same type of thing, and this and McDaniel's is from the Shanahan tree, yeah, so that's where he came from. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty neat. Um, yeah. Okay, so we covered those three: uh, the Bears, good God, um, and the Broncos, dude. Uh, oh man, that yeah. that uh, what's happening to the Broncos couldn't happen to two better people. We yeah. we probably covered this last week. I don't even remember. Yeah. But, well, covered next um, week too. Shoot, you know, yeah. Just keep on that train. Let's ride. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did talk to Nate out there in. Did I tell you this last week out there in Colorado? I was asking him like, what's the Dion thing like out there? You know, whatever. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he he lives close enough to CSU that nobody cares about the Buffaloes. But he's like, what's happening right. to? And he hates the Broncos. So he's like, what's happening in Denver is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, you could. yeah, because he that had to a, relive the. Pay- he moved out there, and then Peyton Manning went out. He like couldn't get away from Peyton Manning. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a Bengals yeah, no, fan, he's a Bengals fan. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. not a great year for him either. But <laughs> no, um, yeah, I don't mind all the bad stuff happening to the Broncos. That actually, I have less of a problem with. So right. like, it's weird how the brain processes information. But yeah, but yeah, Broncos are bad. Um, which is, yeah, great for everybody, unless you're a Broncos fan. So, sorry, Broncos fans, but everyone else is kind of enjoying this. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, you want to talk about uh, Al Michaels and his uh, <laughs> dietary um, um, yeah. specifications? We can we can chat about it. Uh, we don't have to get into it too much, but there's a... Who was he talking to? Al Michaels, uh, famously the voice of NBC, NFL and NBC, right. and now on Bezos. Now, famously the voice of the Thursday Night Stinkers. The Thursday Night Stinkers with Herbie, Kirk Herbstreit. With Herbie, yeah. The two voices that I really like, but inferior. Isn't it funny that you can yeah. be the richest man in the world, and yet your company sucks at broadcasting football? <laughs> Yeah, it, I, funny is a word for it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's it's weird be, because there are good broadcasts. Like, yeah, there's. It's not like you. No one has ever broadcast NFL football, so you're like, I don't know how to do it. Let's right. just see what we figure out. Like right. the blueprints out there. Yep. So just like at minimum, figure out what they're doing and right. just kind of do the same thing. I mean, you could mimic Fox as terrible as their broadcast can be sometimes, and it'd be better than yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Who's the best? Also, like, uh, ooh, CBS? CBS, for sure. Yeah. I think CBS is I best. I think so, too. Not, um, all, not always my favorite talent in terms of in the yeah. booth, but Romo. they're, they're, Romo's all right. I don't mind Romo. There was that story about him. He got a talking to. No, oh, really? talking to. He was like lightly coached about not being terrible in the booth anymore. See, I never thought he was that terrible. He, he's better than Jason Witten. So he started off very good. He had that his first yeah. season. His first season was phenomenal, which yeah. got him super paid, and which is yeah. why everyone else is getting super paid. Yeah. And then 
Uh, I think it was around pandemic. Remember, like he started looking weird. I think he got like he pills. was either sick or he found Ursa's secret stash. I, yeah, I think he'd been in, in Zionsville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like he, it, it seems like since then his commentary has been like he gets real worked up and doesn't know what to say. Yeah, um, flustered, or he just says some obvious stuff. He'd like be perfect it's, for it's, this pod. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like he's being coached by RG3 oh, on how to but commentate. Less, less you know? perverse. Yeah. RG3 is a perverse. Year old. Well, he's like a middle schooler. Yeah. A perverse middle schooler, which is It's just, weird. come on, dude. Yeah. yeah. And then he's out there lobbying, trying to get on teams. Give me a break, RG3. Oh, yeah, that guy. But anyway. Yes, yeah, CBS he, is superior, and CBS is across the board superior because 3.30 on Saturdays... It doesn't get any better. Although, Gary's looking a little Ooh. rough. Yeah? I think Gary's on some steroids. Gary's look, no, looking he, large in the face. I'm worried oh. about Gary. I'm hoping, it's, I'm hoping it's that. Like, maybe he's just, like, on the test, you know, just, like, trying to get right. swole up again versus <laughs> the Vern Lundquist, you know, growing some jowls just because you of your thirst. <laughs> and start calling interceptions touchdowns like Vern would Whoops. do. Yeah. Would Vern do that? Yep. Good old Vern? Yep. Oh, man. Oh, Bless Vern. That's, Vern's gone. Vern, you only hear Vern now on hole 17 at the Masters or whatever the hell they put him out there in one of those towers. 14 yeah. at the turn, amen corner, whatever the hell it's called. Right. You know. Look at you with all your golf terms. <laughs> but you but, only um, learn from watching SEC football uh, commercials. Yes. During SEC football. Right, right. But, um, uh, yes, yeah, I agree. I mean, NBC, CBS. I think, is I think NBC's pretty good, too. But their talent is unbearable. Mm. Who? Collinsworth? Oh, God, right. Yeah. I don't know why I said who. Yeah, but they have Tarico. Like, Tarico's good. Tarico's all right. But, but then you, Collins, then you, uh, I mean. And, then and they have Jack on. Man, oh, God. Oh, my God. And yeah. now they got Mrs. They, Buck. On Fox? Yeah. They got Mrs. Buck at halftime? Well, no, she was on ESPN. She's on ESPN now? Yeah, that's, so yeah, that's what we were talking about. So she used to be on Fox. I don't know if she, I don't, I don't know if it's a pairing with, with old Joe, but she's on ESPN now and she was on the desk for Monday Night Football and they kept doing this. I I don't know when that changed. wife. Because generally, I watch the Manning cast if I'm going to watch Monday Night Football. Yeah, because it's yeah. much more enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know when they changed. All, I don't know if that was just this year and I haven't noticed it or or what. Um, but yeah, they kept saying, oh, "What was it? Uh, pass the buck." Mm-hmm. When they went from the desk to the to the broadcast booth, yeah. Uh, they said it like 15 times, and it was like, "This is no one." What wants do you think this. Troy thinks? I bet Troy's annoyed with it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I feel like he's kind of annoyed with everything. Yeah, and I feel and like he's a got a thirst, too. too. Oh, yeah. Well, he has his own uh, beer, right? Yeah. Low-calorie beer. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you can drink more. Right. I mean, um, Troy's still swole. Yeah, he's looking a little less red, which that's good. Yeah, chemical His peel. face doesn't look as weird as it was getting there for a period of I time. I think he was on the test, too. I think he was everybody. HGH heavy there for a minute, and it was turning Oh, red. yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. HGH heavy. Well, we're talking about <laughs> um, 
Collinsworth and Jack Collinsworth. That's J A C Collinsworth for yeah. uh, listeners out there. It, can you get Always any more a letter. irritating than that? Uh, maybe we should transition to the ultimate of ultimate sports, college football. Ooh, and I heard we might have ourselves a little commish uh, cast. Well, you are absolutely correct, sir. So let's just hop right into it. The commission called in. Um, let's hear what he has to say here. Let me get the volume jacked. Here we go. Now, to set this up for the listeners, Notre Dame lost to Louisville in uh, Louisville or in Notre Dame? It was in Louisville. Okay, in yeah. Louisville. And the was final score was what? Um, let's set the stage real quick. Okay. It was... Uh, it was <laughs> I mean, if we're just gonna if we're gonna put some parameters on this, yeah, we'll leave him on hold uh, for a was, minute. This was the third of four ranked teams in a row, back to back to back to back. Uh, Guys which we'll talk about more in a second. Yep. All right, let's hear what Kamish has to say. <laughs> Despondent call. A very, yeah. I mean, rambling was, and despondent. Let me add. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that that kind of sums up where kind of Notre Dame fans think or or sort of find themselves. Uh, this happens every year because it does, man. Why? Pretty good. Habit Why does of this it? happen yeah. every year? I don't know. And every year you've, you're convinced that it's not going to happen. And then it doesn't happen right away. And then it does happen. And you're like, well, great. It happened again. 
like he said, like, am I the fool? Am I right. the fool for thinking it wasn't going to happen? But that's, I mean, that's like what, what he, he called out was the exact point. The last uh, for three games, the offense that we were supposed to have because we had this great quarterback that they talk right. about 300 times or whatever. Right. Um, that's run by a former tight end coach, no offense, uh, isn't good and can't score. Like, you know, up until this, this past week, had the uh, best running back in the nation as far as yards per game goes, or yards total, I guess. So Estime had more yards than anyone else, and he's an explosive, humongous running back. Right. And we're supposed to have, just like apparently all the teams I like just have these false O-lines. We're supposed to have this great O-line that can push people around, Mm -hmm. but got pushed around by Duke and got pushed around by Louisville. Mm-hmm. Who should not be pushing people around? Um, well, they should be pushing ND this around. Team, yeah, yeah, this team around, right? Like, so we have all these, uh, all these pieces. We have another outstanding tight end who does not get enough targets, in my opinion. Like, he catches everything. Uh, he's hu- like he's humongous, and we don't get him the ball enough. Um, but yeah, and then the last game, Sam Hartman had a bunch of terrible throw like a bunch of like he overthrew a bunch of guys yeah and that was the whole point like the first few the first like oh cool he's actually able like to connect on these passes where we've watched year after year someone overthrow or underthrow the the wide open receiver so yeah he looked out of sorts on at, at the louisville game and now moving forward like you know the whole thing before the year started was that like uh they needed to win Two of the three with Ohio State, USC, and Clemson. Yeah, what? Well, what are you doing with your schedule? I mean, I get it. It's this ACC nonsense, like. But like, you guys had what six or seven ranked opponents currently this year. This year, it's well. Right now, it's four on the schedule. Uh, we'll see what happens with Clemson. But you had one early too, didn't you? That may not be ranked anymore, but was ranked early. Uh, well, NC State was the first decent team that we played, okay. but they weren't. I don't Wolf think they pack. were ranked this year. But still, six Ohio State, seventeen Duke, twenty-five Louisville, and this is at time of play, and then ten USC. So like, and Clemson, it's a, and then Clemson. Yeah, and we started a week before everyone, but then. We're not, didn't take like a break in between that craziness, so yeah, I don't know. It's, Maybe the it's, best argument, the best argument for Indy joining a conference is a better schedule. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like. well, I mean, so I think we've talked about this before, or I know myself and Snoop have probably yelled about it before. Like traditionally. Like this, the indie schedule is one of the harder ones, or at least, you yeah. know, sometimes they don't More end up that way, games. but they start yeah. off being, yeah, because everyone, like, they, you know, because of NBC, because of whatever, like, right. they, another fun fact about these four ranked teams that were playing in a row, they're all in prime time, they're all 7 30 p.m. Yeah. Ohio State, Duke, Louisville, and USC. Uh, the Ohio State game, Game day was there. Yep. The Duke game, game day was there. Yep. And so these, like, these are major, like, there's not, like, I, I, what I would give for a one o'clock kickoff. Yeah. Just, let me just get one. Or maybe a 3.30, right? Like, 
Well, I think Bama's got a noon kickoff, 11 Central this week. Jeez, yeah. I know. Like, we, <laughs> we don't have another, like, midday kickoff until Pitt. Now, uh, you got Trojans this week. Yeah, Trojans and, this week. And it's October, so that's in South Bend? Yes. It's going to be correct. cold. It's going to be yeah, cold. I mean, you should win this game. It may I be have, 45 to 40, but you should win this game. They don't play defense. Yeah. Yeah, that should they help They literally us a bit. don't play defense. Yeah. It's uncanny. And our defense can be okay, kind of. So, but they watch d- out. Boy, in the fourth quarter, though, they turn it down. I remember, what game was it last year? SC. Did Alabama oh, yeah. play SC in a bowl game last year? I feel like it was a bowl game, and I don't know why I'd be watching SC unless Bama was. I don't even remember. But they, <laughs> I, like the fir- fourth quarter, I remember SC just quit. Their DBs quit. It was right. unbelievable to see. Oh, right. Yeah, remember that I, game? Oh, man. I do remember that game. It wasn't. Oh, man. That's going to probably bother me now. No, I think Alabama played Kate State in the bowl game last year, if I remember correctly. But they, I th- I'm Let's pretty sure it was bit. SC's bowl game. Wasn't but, a yeah. Notre Dame game because they won that last year. That was obnoxious. <laughs> I just, uh, Notre Dame, I can see the frustration of being a Notre Dame fan for sure. I just don't understand. And NIL is only, unfortunately, because I think Bama's feeling that now. NIL is the great equalizer, and so it's only going to be harder to get ta- premier talent. Yeah. But I well, don't. But Notre Dame wasn't getting premier, premier talent at all skill positions even ten years ago. I mean, you guys always have elite tight ends. You have good safeties, yeah. linebackers, you know, yeah. linemen, uh, especially offense. Typically, offensive linemen, but yeah, and running backs. I mean, all the way back to Theo, what's his face? And I mean, guys went to the league, you know. Um, yeah. But I don't get it. You haven't had a quarterback forever. Well, and that was the whole, this, that was the excitement of this year. And I think I've been meaning to mention this to you. So, two things I, I finally got there. Uh, USC played Tulane last year in their bowl game. Oh, yeah. And they lost by one. Yeah. Yeah. That got Tulane um, ranked at twenty five a preseason, I think probably. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think I think the game they gave up on was the Utah game because that's what that it was. It was the close. it was it the w- Pac twelve championship game. You are correct. That ended yep. up being a blowout. Yeah, they yep. just weren't trying. I mean, anyway, they worked them, dude. Yeah, unreal. Um, but yeah, I feel like you're this year. You're getting the the best, um, not best. But you're getting the most accurate experience of being a Notre Dame fan, being a Bama fan this year. Yes. Yeah. Like, there is that promise, and then the things just aren't clicking, and mm-hmm. they were supposed to click, but why aren't they clicking? And they, they show flashes of being able to be yeah. very good, but then you lose or keep things really close with teams they should be beating. Yeah. Um, whatever you're experiencing is what we experience Ugh, every That's terrible. Year. Yeah. I'd rather have great. a... I'd rather have a very it, – it'd be nice to have a good sense of what your team is early 
And typically, you're yeah. right. Typically, in most Alabama years, not all, but most. I mean, we had the Blake Sims and the Jake Coker years and everything, where it was kind of like uh, Jalen Hurts' first year. It's kind of like, oh man, what, right. what do we got going here? You know. Uh, but man, although I'll tell you what, the tide is starting to click, and that defense. Oh, that, see, this is what you think. This is what you're thinking, and then they're gonna. That not defense, gonna happen. though, dude. That defense. I mean. We may have to have the defense score some points for yeah. us, like that oh, one man. year. <laughs> I've been wanting to mention this for a while. Oh. We, have, we haven't really talked about it. What is the deal with Bama's O-line? Again, you know, there's O-line problems all over the place. Yeah. Uh, everything everyone talked about was like, these guys are bigger than NFL bigger, bigger than offensive NFL. linemen. They're stupid. And they have been wet tissue paper. They're stupid. I think they're stupid. I don't think they understand stunts and pulls and all that like and the mental airs dude again this year false snaps false starts oh you know all the false starts the the wide receivers me wide receivers false starting you know like jermaine burton I i was glad to hear coach say it and you know this is a georgia transfer first off so we got a problem there Won the Natty yeah. with Georgia two years ago Could and then came to coming. Alabama last year. But he has two touchdowns, 187 yards, and then gets unsportsmanlike penalty for jaw and everything. And Saban called him out in a press conference for mental errors yeah. and discipline. I thought, finally, you know, like there is no reason yeah. for that, dude. You catch the ball and you run back to the sideline. Yeah. There's no reason to be celebrating, especially when you're winning by six. Or three, yeah. or whatever. Now, or yeah, you just started. Winning. You know, that was a huge win. That was the one game that I, that was to me almost a coin flip, and it was a make it or break it game for either team. A and M's out. If yeah. Bama had lost, they'd be out. You know. Yeah. So I mean, we still have LSU and Tennessee and Auburn, um, and Arkansas coming up. But, yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't who know how good anybody is. With the, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, who actually worries you the most between, yeah, you have Arkansas, Tennessee, LSU, Kentucky, Chattanooga, well, not Chattanooga, and Auburn. LSU. LSU? LSU, although. Do you want to lose to the least? The, the, that too. Well, Auburn. But, well, that's um, true. Yeah, LSU, because they won last year on that kick. And right. my hatred for LSU has just blossomed now that they have Brian Kelly. You know what he said in the press conference the other day? Something they, dumb. They were t- he, they, when they lost to... Uh, who was their second loss to? Anyway, it was in conference. They lost to somebody. Or no, Arkansas ran him to the wire, I think, or something. And he says, I just had no idea that like conference playing the SEC would be like this. I just had no idea. And it's like, what are you talking about? Every year, Arkansas or South Carolina knocks somebody off. Like, yeah. almost every year, you somebody gets caught. Tennessee knocked yeah. Bama off. You know, I mean, like that happens every it's, year. Auburn beats Bama in the Iron Bowl like every fourth year. You know, it's like, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah, that's what the SEC is known for, is it yeah. not? They they cannibalize themselves. 
you know? Yeah. So that's why the only non-champion to get in the college football playoff has been from the SEC, because they're a good league. Now, I don't think they're the best league this year. I think the best league this year is probably the Pac-12. Yeah, that's which, which is, is stupid. An incredible <laughs> underlying story of the whole thing is just like, I mean, it happened with the Big Twelve last year. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they they're still good this year, but like uh, it happened with the Big Twelve, and then like when they announce your conference death, that mm-hmm. is the year everyone just balls out. Yep. Yep. No doubt about it. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Well, it looks like we're kind of running low on time. Anything else we need to cover here, uh, Big City? Let's see. The Canes. <laughs> oh. Well, that, that's been ad nauseum, knee, but yeah. Just I mean, taking me. And to have done the same thing at Oregon, uh, fumble the ball when you could have just taken a knee, it's incredible. Yeah. It's a, it's a problem. It is. That's a defect. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll save baseball for next week. We'll just for, kick that can down the road. Yeah, when I say Snoop, we, I mean Snoop I'll kick it for that. you. Yeah. yeah. He can get his baseball, all of his baseball talk in at once because who yeah. knows what will happen by that point in yeah, time. that's true with the tourney gone. All right, well, that's it. We did it, episode 314. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, uh, hang in there, pal, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, the Kentucky Colonel, Sean, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is we got a bald woman and oh. probably not for the first time but uh simone biles oh yes. made history this week well this past weekend she officially became the most decorated gymnast of all time Dang. so this isn't like an opinion go- goat this is like a literal goat she has she was already the goat but now she has literally all the medals to prove it she now has what is it 37 medals good grief between world championships and Olympic championships, and like most of them are gold. Wow. Um, is I she mean, the one that large... caused? Is she the one that caused Mary Lou Retton to be hospitalized this week? Yeah, she just got too excited watching <laughs> Simone throw it down. Um, but yeah, like it's also great because she's she had the whole twisty situation from the last Olympics. Right. She took two years off. And then she comes back at, you know, what, 26 years old, which I think is... That's old. For a gymnast, yeah, it's, it's, that's old. if it's not old, it's on its way to getting old, yeah. and then just dominates again. Um, She's incredible. And I think, like, that's one of the, like... The great thing about, I think, people who... Uh, the greats who are inspiring and all that is like, yes, they always do well. And then when they stop doing well, you're like, Oh, well that's it. Like, you know, Tiger Woods never bounced back or, right. or, 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 you know, there's, there's a handful of examples, but to have that big of a problem, figure it out and then come back and not just like be good, not just be on a championship team, like hit, like hit a couple threes every game and on a championship right. team that you don't really contribute to. Right. But to just to show out, uh, and get the medal, total whatever uh record and i don't know get everyone excited for the olympics in Paris summer yeah awesome uh yeah so she is the ball woman well Good job, congratulations simone. to simone biles find us on facebook twitter instagram or email us at sports 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 pod at gmail.com 
I'm not. Somebody checks that. With any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss, don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? I want it thick. Yeah.